What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to TXR, the Xbox Roundtable. And this is episode number 119. I'm your host, Invader, and it is great to be back on air after taking a break last Sunday for the Super Bowl. Hey, do we have any uh, Chiefs or 49ers fans in here? Don't even start. Don't even start. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. All right, maybe not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we've got a lot to cover as there's a lot of news uh, over the past week or so. But before we dive right into all the hot topics, let me introduce the Emerald Crude, as I'm sure they have a lot to say tonight. Let's start with uh, Tim Dog. Hey, man, how have you been? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Eh, it's going all right, bud. It's going all right. Just ready Same to old, same old for me. Introductions are for the birds. I'm ready to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get kick this right in gear. All right, Southie, how you been, man? Recovering from last weekend? Uh, I'm still a little bit sad about my my uh, Niners losing, man. That was that was rough. It, it really really depressed me. But uh, yeah, you know, Kyle Shanahan to, to pick up, Yeah, got to pick up the pieces. You know, it's mm-hmm. baseball season now, so you know what. Let's just talk some gaming, man. Everybody knows who we are. Let, let, let's let's get into the topics, brother. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. I'm also gonna see Megatron. Hey, how's things over there on the East Coast? It's going great, man. What up? What up, man? I was secretly uh, rooting for the Kansas City. Uh, that's it, man. I was just I was, was like rooting for the underdog. So, congratulations to KC. That win, man, <clears throat> and the coach, he deserved it. So it's a good game. It's a good game. So it's weird how Patrick Mahomes is an underdog. Oh my god, my eyes! What right, and, and the Niners were the underdogs. Vegas had Niners as the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Shock. Hey, you looking forward to tonight's topics? Yeah, especially after a lot of stuff I've seen on Twitter lately this week. So, yep, let's get into it. Yeah, I know you've been fired up. Uh, Centurion, hey man, really good show last night on the Shop Podcast. How you been? Oh, doing pretty good. Thank you for checking it out. It's Sunday night and it's time to talk about some Xbox topics. I love doing this with you guys every Sunday. All right, he's fired up. And last but not least, Jeremy Downer. Buddy, just coming in at the end there. How you been doing? Oh my God, last couple days have been insane for me. I went from obviously... Montana to Seattle to Los Angeles to Portland in a matter of like a day and a half. So I'm like, hey, condolences, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Uh, it's you know he was ninety. My grandfather was ninety two years old. So you know I wish I get to be Beautiful that Beautiful long life. Yeah, exactly. And he did. He accomplished a lot. So um well you know i was reading through uh you know a couple of things on facebook you know you have family and, and friends you know commenting sound sound like he was a great great man so you know what god, god bless him and, and uh, my thoughts yeah are for you guys <clears throat> interesting uh short story before we get started but um my grandfather came to the u.s in uh in 1930 and uh you know from mexico and his 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 father was the actual mayor of a, Vic, a town called Victoria Durango, and um, and he came to the U.S. and he was uh, he was a soldier. He was in the uh, 187th Airborne Division. He served the country for you know a few years, and that's how he got his. That's how he obtained his citizenship. So 
Uh, yeah, he was a good guy. Yeah. We're well, close. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's beautiful, Jeremy. Uh, again, uh, you know, sorry to hear my condolences. Uh, but, uh, but hey, you know, let's uh, get right into this. And uh, don't forget, guys, we're on different podcasting platforms, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all kinds of others. Definitely check them out if you would like to listen in and get us on the go. All right, so, guys, let's kick this off with a really big, juicy topic. And a few days ago, it was announced that the Coalition studio head, Rod Ferguson, is leaving the studio and Xbox Game Studios entirely. In March, he will be moving over to Blizzard to join the Diablo team. So, some pretty big news there, guys, as Rod has a strong history with Microsoft, Xbox, and Gears of War. What are your thoughts on this? You know, I, I say bye, Rod. Bye. Oh. Don't let that door hit you on the way out, buddy. <laughs> what a dick. Nah, uh, you know what? I, I I like Rod. He's always, you know, he's always been a great guy to me. You know, I mean, obviously uh, that's neither here nor there. But I just, I wish him the best in his future endeavors. And you know, Diablo's a big, huge game itself. So you know, he's you know he's jumping from the fire to you know to, from the pan to the fire. So, you know, I, uh, I, I'm just, you know, like we, we talked in our, our, uh, our, our chat and it just makes me, makes me wonder, like, was Gears 5 not what they anticipated? You know what I mean? Did they expect more out of it? it you know, it just, it, 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 it just yeah, seems like there's more to more. it than, yeah, it just seems like there's more to it than just him leaving and say, you know what? I've had my fill, you know, I'm, I'm done. So uh, I, I'd have to go and and say that they were disappointed in, at the end of the day. Um, uh, maybe maybe that's just a guess though, right? I mean, he's been with the Gears franchise at the beginning. Maybe he was just ready to do something else. You know, that decision could have been made right when they um, acquired. I guess was it Black Trust, which then turned into Coalition. And uh, maybe they came up with an agreement. You know, who knows? Where they say, "Well, hey, just come out with, uh, give me two, um, get things going, and then uh, you know, just uh, if you decide to stay, you stay. If not, you can just go on to do what you, you maybe wanted else to do, something else other than gears." I think, uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, he wanted to do something else. He was getting ready to do. Something well, else. no, no, I, I, I get wanting to be challenged and, and you know, getting something fresh and new and everything but but my whole thing is i mean he's he's canadian so something had to have been pretty big for him to move to la from you know basically from from home so like i said i think there's just a little bit more to it than you know than just that it's not i don't think it's as cut as dry i think mm-hmm. uh i mean are you done megatron sorry yeah, yeah, I was just, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'll just, I'll, I'll jump in and out, but I just, I just hope, you know, Rod's a great guy, man. Like I've met him in person before. I have like this one piece of memorabilia, you know, South helped me out big time with, um, that I'll never, never ever let go with. Having autographs signed, Years of War Elite controller, brand new. <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah. like, uh, he was such a great guy. I mean, I met him so many times. I mean, L.A., New York, you know, East Coast, West Coast. And um, he's always really expressed, you know, how passionate he was for Gears and um, and just games in general. You know, we played with him online on Xbox Live uh, quite a few times. 
you know, and uh, I just hope that he uh, left on his own. Like it was his decision and kind of that's it just because he wanted to be uh, to do something different. And that's all it is. And as simple as that, you know, I just. Yeah. My only I, concern is now what everybody else is probably sure thinking is well, what's next for the franchise. You know, what, you know, what, what are we going to do with gear six? Or are we going to take yeah. a breather and wait for a while? I mean, I enjoyed <clears throat> uh, um, gears five for what it was. Enjoyed the story. Um and more importantly the uh multiplayer and the different game modes. Um so I had no complaints from that end. You know, so I think it, I mean I think it was his decision obviously because uh, you don't go from Gears franchise to Diablo if it wasn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's good news for Xbox mm-hmm. and the coalition to be honest. That's just my opinion, but uh the series just wasn't or it isn't what it used to be from the single player experience. You can say what you want about multiplayer, but uh, what made Gears great, you know, was its big, huge set pieces, characters, level design. I mean, you guys know that. And four and five was just, it was just not there for, you know, for me. Uh, what's weird about the entire thing is, you know, there was levels and parts in the game, especially in five, where, um, or early on, where you see the team, what the team's capable of, of producing. You know, I've seen it. Like in Gears 4, for example, when in the beginning, South, me and you talked about this. We're massive, which probably wasn't your favorite part, but um, those parts, and you see those set pieces. And, you know, I was in awe during the first, you know, 30 minutes, hour of Gears 4. Right. And Gears 5, you know, when your whole entire team gets wiped out, you know, for those who know how games to, you know, come together, it's like puzzle pieces where you have, you know, a thousand pieces on the table and basically everything comes together to form, you know, kind of a, a beautiful image. But um, it's it was like the coalition, they built the outline of the puzzle and, you know, the whole thing didn't get fit. You know, the entire middle piece didn't get finished. And that's what kind of these games feel like to where, um, you know, very underwhelming, in my opinion. I thought, uh, you know, they did a poor job with the entire Gears universe from from a fan's perspective. But whoever takes over Rod's job, you know, they're going to have a real challenge on their hands making the Gears franchise part of pop culture again. And I think 343 Studios, and you guys will probably agree with me on this, even more so are they challenged with this burden, you know. And um, I think neither studio has lived up to expectations. Uh, as for you know, as for why Rod left, I can't spec. I can only spe- I can only speculate. But is was the money that much better at Blizzard? Um, you know, is is Diablo really his passion? You know, I have no idea. Or was he receiving a lot of heat because, you know, the game did not live up to expectations, at least in my opinion. Uh, I think it was the latter. You know, I don't know what you guys think, but. Um, well, Microsoft definitely pushes for developers to uh, go for those passion projects and they don't want to dictate what they work on. And <clears throat> I could honestly see Rod Ferguson having a passion for the Diablo franchise. Mikey Barra had a passion for it. Um, so, so, so you don't, so you don't think they were restrictive on what they could create? I mean, to me, he could have created the same thing. I mean, just you know, if they wanted to, 
they could have created a, a Diablo-like experience. You know, if they, if they, if Microsoft was letting them, or were they exclusively focusing on the Gears well, franchise? Well, you've seen them branching it. out with Gears Pop, and then the, the well, other it's one. Still the in Gears, it's still in the Gears universe. Right. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, I think it's something I, he I wanted think, to do, obviously. Well, you know what? The coalition's... Yeah. Nicole, this is a big enough studio where if they, you know, if he had a passion project, I mean, he he was in a leadership group for for Christ's sake. He he, he could have. I'm pretty sure if Rod wanted to do something, he could have got the yeah. to do whatever he wanted. And Centurion, I'm sorry if I interrupted what you were talking about. Oh no, you you're yeah. all good. This is definitely yeah. the conversation I've been looking forward to all week talking about this because as soon as I saw him leave. I was like, oh, my God, the sky is <laughs> <start> falling. <laughs> the, the Microsoft stock is going to come crashing to the ground. Yeah, um, yeah next generation is not going to happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no. I As soon as I saw him leave and I saw where he was going, okay, it's no big surprise. Mike Abara is over there. So Mike Abara go, got over there. Him and Rod had a conversation. Mike Abara was probably like, hey, they got this job opening, blah, 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 blah. And there's the rumors coming out that the coalition is going to start working on a new IP. They're actually going to potentially shelve the Gears franchise, at least for a short term. Um, and, you know, that probably Rod saw that as a perfect opportunity for him to transition into another company and for someone else in the Microsoft Studios world um actually to transition into his role mm -hmm. yeah well remember that studio too before it was the coalition it was black tusk as someone had alluded to earlier right. and they were right. working on a new ip it's just we don't really know what happened to it but they got they bought gears and obviously they transitioned into you know that. the crazy the crazy thing is the uh, there was a lot of hype over that shang shanghai yeah well anything like that usually gets hyped because it's mm -hmm. been just canceled or but, you know, I think that I, I remember people being somewhat hyped for it, but I think it, it got exemplified when they heard it was, you know, it was gone. But as far as, uh, you know, to transition, not to interrupt, but because um, I haven't talked on this uh, with Rod, I think it was his decision. So I think if, if Xbox had its way, they would would have rather had Rod. But I think Rod, uh, it was his decision. And I think that. Um, Part of it, uh, you know, is, is not what you think. Uh, a lot of people have these nefarious thoughts of, oh, it's because he was, you know, this and that. It, it, sometimes uh, life dictates to you in different ways. So I think anybody <clears throat> speculating on that, um, uh, it's, it's hard to do that. But well, No, what do you, what do you mean, Jimmy? Because I'm, I'm curious. What, what are you... Well, I mean, what, just, what like, it's just like, what do you mean? Like, like, well, people think that, like, you know, it's because he's mad or... Or because you know uh, it's it's you know because he was the uh, Xbox was mad because it didn't do well or and they had some type of fight. Um, from what I heard, it, 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 you know he he left you know on his his own volition. Like they would have rather yeah. had they would have rather had him than not, than not lose him. But um, the reasons you know, and I don't know the exact reasons, but you know. You never know, you, you know, you never know in life what, what, you know, is thrown at you. It could be a kid going to a different school or something, something to that nature. So I think it was more of a life thing um, that, yeah. that he might have, have done, done this. But again, it's, it's all speculation at this point, but uh, I do know that.
if Xbox wanted him, probably they would probably have kept him because he is probably if you line up their uh, their their talent, he is the probably the number one or number two developer that like with the most you know with the most prestige. Oh, uh, most definitely. Yeah, and then he 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 was known as as a a fixer. You know, yeah, he knows how to close. Yeah, he, he's clutch. Well, yeah, but he exactly. was the guy that said, like, I'll get this done in two and a half years. And he got it done in two and a half years. The thing is, is that I think, you know, and people will say, oh, you're damage controlling and this and that. I think this could be something where it gives Xbox a little bit of flexibility. They can, I think, I think Gears I hear needs you. a rest. I think Gears needs a rest, first of all. Yeah, it did. So, and I do think that maybe it needs a change of, of direction, a change yeah. of... Yeah, agreed, uh, some, know, some uh, new blood. Some new, new blood on, on it, so it might, it's going to work itself out. I mean, it's, it's to, to think that, like, the world is falling, like Centurion was saying, and, and believe me, there was some of that. It's so silly. It's just any business, any kind of, any kind of, you know company is going to have something like this happen. It's going to have high executives leave. It's going to have people leave. It's going to have people take their position. So it's more or less, it's just the industry. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's part of the industry. And, and it is what it is. But I don't think we should lose. Anybody should draw any conclusions. Um, but I do think that uh, I can tell you one thing. I think Xbox would have rather have had him because he's so good. Um, like when you can have a guy that can just take a studio and make a game in two and a half years and say you're going to do it and actually get it done, uh, is a rare thing. And that's what rare, that's what, 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 what Rod did with years four. Um, now as far as it missing some of its, its, uh, notes is as gear as, as, uh, Jeremy has pointed out that's, yeah, that's debatable. I liked five. I love the direction of five. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it definitely, uh, didn't you know resonate like they thought it would i think that everyone and you and i south know that you know like it it, it, it didn't meet all expectations you know um i think he did a great thing bringing structure to like a new studio new team showing them really how to you know make a game how to get it out you know because they were all new you know group they weren't didn't work with each other you know it was a previously a i think a flight simulator studio before Right. So I think he did some good there, you know, really showing them because he's made he's been called in to do like Bioshock Infinite to make sure that mm-hmm. got out on time because it was going through some development. hell. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and I'm not I'm not saying he did a bad job. OK, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm I'm saying the uh, maybe the expectations were too high. I don't know, you know, but for me, for myself, for my opinion. Uh, right. Four and five did not meet expectations, and and that's the only thing I'm saying. And I maybe- think what you're saying is, and and I and I, I could say, well, because I've been with you from the start of this. I remember we saw it, and we saw it at E3, and yeah. you were even like at E3, you were like, I don't know about this, and uh, you know, you weren't happy throughout four, and definitely five. Uh, I think that they thought maybe they could just make gears and everything would turn out great. And, you know, they would just, uh, you know, do a cook, cookie cutter presentation of what you would think gears would be and everything would, would, would turn out. 
Um, but uh, I think uh, I think you're onto something when you say it, it didn't hit all at all its notes because if it did, uh, I do think that. I don't. I, I think if it did, to be honest, I think Rod would still be here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if, if you mm-hmm. want to be honest about it, like he probably would still be here. So it's definitely part of the disappointment that he left, and that was probably something that he left behind him. But if, mm-hmm. if everyone had their way, uh, Xbox would still have Rod, and Rod would still have Xbox. But uh, it didn't work out that way, and that's just you know, that's just the way business goes sometimes, and yeah. you can't. You can't say the world is falling and the sky is falling and everything's wrong. It's just that's sometimes the way it turns out. You and know? Diablo is a bigger IP, so maybe well, he wanted maybe, to. Yeah. And then Mike, Mike like, 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 like somebody pointed out, Mike was definitely instrumental to that. And you know what? Kudos to Mike because Mike, that's what Mike's supposed to do over there, right? He's supposed yeah, to go absolutely. and he's supposed to get talent. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Mike achieved everything he could with the Gears franchise and just wanted to tackle a new oh, you mean rod yeah i'm sorry rod who did i say you said mike, mike. wow <laughs> you said mike bad. ferguson no let me start you said no. no so yeah rod ferguson uh definitely probably wanted a new challenge outside of gears because you guys keep making reference to him going in and being a fixer a guy that gets things done Let's look at what's going on with Blizzard right now. They need a lot of damn help, and somebody prob- there's people out there that enjoy taking challenges like that on. Or maybe we're secretly seeing Microsoft plant people inside <laughs> Blizzard because they're going to try to undermine the company to make them the next studio purchase. I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just sneak them in one that. at a time. Maybe, maybe. Well, you know, like, uh, I'm not a doom and gloomer, uh, and this isn't Rod's first time again moving to another studio, so, yeah, it just seems normal. Maybe he wants to try something new, and, uh, hey, you know what, as much as I know that he loves Gears, the Gears of War franchise with a passion, at the same time, maybe you just want to try something new, right? So, but... You know, guys, it's interesting because following Rod's tweets um, and his, about his departure and all that, a former lead Gears designer, and I'm talking about Cliff Blazinski, Cliffy B, he chimed in offering to consult on the Gears franchise. Now, how would you guys feel about Cliffy B coming back to Gears? <laughs> you know, nothing will be more exciting probably than Cliffy coming back consult whether it's consulting on the franchise doing something you know but i think it's a great it's a great idea how the game would kind of take shape to bring it back uh you know to prominence but uh you know when he said the one thing i think i have it in quotations here when the one thing they haven't gotten into which you, you know and even even he was excited for he quoted that saying he's he has something on paper um for gear six uh, or f- at that time it was four, I believe. What was it? F- yeah, yeah it was four. Yeah, yeah, he said four. But if he has that in his sleeve, you know, if I if I was Xbox or Microsoft, uh, why wouldn't you? You know, he, he was even willing to give the notes to uh, to Xbox. To Rod. Yeah, to, or to yeah. Rod. Yeah, was it Rod? Yeah. Well, Rod you know, and, and uh, it'd be nice to see what you know because obviously you you want. The, the DNA from the original and you know Rod's had his turn the last you know 15 years or whatever you know mm-hmm. let let Cliff you know throw some ideas 
their way, you know? Yeah. Maybe he'd have a fresh take or, you know, some good leads. It'd be nice to see, you know, somebody else, you know, put some ideas and not just, you know, Rod he, being the be-all, end-all. And, you know, Cliffy was in an interesting spot. Uh, you guys remember when he was uh, at Boss Key Productions, and you can see – just how hard it is, uh, you know, to set up if you know if you're a game developer in general, uh, to keep those doors open, uh, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought Law Lawbreakers was a good game. You know, I, I don't, I don't no, say it was. it was a bad game. And no, it, you know, it, was, it just it it, it, it was, came out at a time where you know uh, there's too many. It was oversaturated. Yep, battle royale. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Too many battle royale games. Mm -hmm. Oversaturation. You had the big two. But the big two at the time, which is PUBG and Fortnite, and Overwatch. Well, Overwatch and Overwatch. And Overwatch. Overwatch. Oh yeah, Overwatch. well that was the one that was most uh, you know compared to was yeah. Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch and Battleborn. Yeah, and and his game was it got left behind, you know, and I think he created oh. the other one. I forgot what the and, other well, one was. yeah, look, Battleborn, same thing, you know, and that came yeah. from uh, what's it called? Yeah, and everybody gets on those. Uh, like what South was talking, the oversaturation of these genres. You know, at first you've seen what, what is considered Smite. What's Smite considered? I forgot. Uh, it's not MOBA, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's it is. MOBA. Yeah. yeah, MOBA. Yeah. So you've seen the, the MOBA craze, and then you've seen the Battle Royale craze. And like everybody just saturates the market, and it just gets. Yeah, it just gets oversaturated. Yeah. Well, yeah, if if you got Call of Duty going the way of you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah, Battle Royale, you know what I mean? That that's a little that says something. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah, you know, I think I think Cliff, uh, you know, obviously in in his life, he's you know he's got other things going on, you know, in a direction he's his career path is going, it'd be nice to see him come back. And obviously he's not going to come back and, and take control of the coalition and nobody expects him to, but What's it would be now? really, really What's Cliff doing now. Is he, is he, uh... he he's doing Broadway plays. He, he's producing Broadway plays. Oh, okay. He's, he's a creative guy, you know, and that's, it's right. funny. I don't find it funny that he's doing that specific, uh, thing you know broadway plays you get to create you get to do your own thing and it's kind of like building a video game you know it's it's one of those he's, things he's, where, he's actually yeah. tweeted that it's uh, you know there's a lot of overlap you know yeah. like yeah, shipping absolutely. a game and producing a, a musical you know yeah. you'd be surprised yeah. how, how you know close mm. that that a lot of it mm -hmm. is and like i said it'd be nice to see what cliff has in mind you know because i remember I, I talked to him right after uh gears 4 came out and, you know, I'm not going to say what he told me. You know, obviously that was just, you know, it, it was a it was a behind-the-scenes conversation. But it was crazy to see his idea, you know, because he had just beaten yeah. four. And, and he, you know, he like I said, he made some comments. And, and, I, and right then I, go, I was like, wow, I'd like to see what he would do. How, you know, which, which direction he would take it. And... Yeah. You know, it wasn't not even an hour after Rod announced that he was moving on that Cliff was like, "Hey, I'll I'll consult. Let me know. You know, you got my number. Holler at me." Well, I think mm. at that time, once fans were just blowing him up, saying, "Hey, why well, people's been hitting him up since day, you know, 
for ever since the coalition came together, they're like, come on, Cliff, yeah. come, you know, go work at the coalition, you know, save gears, save gears. And, and honestly, I don't think one person can save gears. It's going to take, it's going to take a, a village. Yeah. Well, for me, if, if they're going to go with, with gears, um, I think he is, he's somebody that you would like to add into the mix. Uh, do yeah. I find it, do I find it happening? No, no, but if because yeah. uh, Microsoft, I think, plays it too safely and, and things like this, and I think that they're uh, they might be a little, you know, foolhardy. They they're, they're too proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and there were certain things that went down that I'm sure that they didn't like. Lawbreakers not coming to Xbox probably pissed them off. Um, <laughs> yeah. cer- certain things, and there were certain things that were said. Uh, but you know, I, going even with Mike Ybarra, I think I guess he was saying how I guess you would simply just flick a switch or something. How easy it was to port one over to the other. I can't hear you. You can't hear me. <clears throat> no, I can, I can hear you now. But you know, I mean, yeah. listen. If, what I would do, and this is if I if uh, which it'll never happen. I would bring him out to Fanfare and E3 and announce that he's you know going to be part of the the. The uh, you know consultation or or going to be part of gears, um, and actually utilize them. But what I see really yeah. re- realistically, nothing's going to happen. Uh, they they might be working on a new IP at this point. At this point, um, I do think that the whole thing, everything is put on on hold right now, and they are going to be looking for somebody to fill Rod's position. Once they fill Rod's position, then they're going to make the decision: do we go on with Gear Six? Or do we give it a, a, a break? No, I think that that there was talk to give uh, Gears Six a break, um, even even so. So, uh, you know, I think that that's a possibility that this this franchise gets a break, and I do think it kind of needs it. It and well, well, and and actually that makes sense too. Because do you think that this break that, that Microsoft's going to give Gears, do you think that coincides with Rod saying, you know what? It's it's a good time for me to to bounce. If we're gonna give it a break, a year or two, you know what? I I want to do something else with my time, so I'm just gonna go ahead and move on. Yeah, I mean, we mm-hmm. can only speculate, but I think it was a number. Well, of yeah, things. it's all speculation. Obviously, you know, we, yeah. we're not, you know, it, we're we're not a fly on the wall in in any of these yeah. meetings. You know, it's just it's just for me, it's kind of hard to to. To yeah, kind well, of take I, it in when yeah. you know, like I said, Rod was on the leadership committee. You know, what I mean, he's on the leadership team. You know, he he's like Tim said, he's a big part of the the Xbox ecosystem. You know what I mean? So for him to to give it up, it, it had to be a be a pretty big situation. It goes back to what I was saying. I and I think I think Jeremy definitely agrees. If this game was a huge success, none of this would have happened. We wouldn't be talking right. about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. the the fact of the matter that the game didn't it didn't perform the way that they wanted. Well, it sounded like it being in Game Pass was still. Didn't they say it outsold Gears Four like in that first month? Yeah, it outsold. It, it did well, but you're talking about like. When you look at games that, you know, you look at other games, and it was in Game Pass, so it was in game. It had three million players. Uh, It did outsell Gears Four, but Gears Four, from what I heard, was a complete surprise. It didn't do well at all, uh, expectation-wise. The expectations for Gears Five was huge, and I just don't think they met it. You know what? And and it just. 
it, 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 when you really look at it, though, you know, and I know Jeremy has an idea about this, but compare like the backing that they've shown Sea of Thieves versus Gears, and it seems like Sea of Thieves has more longevity and legs than Gears Five does already, and it's only been what not even six months since this came out. Mm -hmm, something like that, and it's kind of telling when you know after about a month or a couple of weeks after Gears 5 came out, like, there really wasn't a lot of buzz, a lot of talk about it, which, you know, for, like, a game that has a lot of multiplayer elements to it, it's just, it's kind of not a good sign, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I, I do like aspects of the game. I'm kind of with Jeremy on how my feelings of the game are, but I do think that there is, there was some content, content lacking at launch, unfortunately, especially for... Oh, for sure. Yeah, and then there was the whole microtransaction uh, thing as well. Uh, people were up in arms about that, and um, which I don't know, really I, get. They take out the loot boxes, and then the maps are free. <laughs> First gears, they never charge you for maps, but everybody's like, "Well, mm -hmm. this is because of Game Pass because of those prices." That people are going to keep the loot boxes because those would make more money <laughs> than high-priced items that you know you're getting. Like it doesn't really make any sense with at least the Game Pass critique I hear people say, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I I can sit here and, and speculate and you know kind of you know wonder what the hell really happened, but I just I think it goes way way deeper than what just oh well he you know he wanted a a change. I I think it goes deeper than that. Well, I hope for the best, and at least hey, we got Gears Tactics right coming out in April, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see yeah, hopefully, hopefully right, there's are, no, are you gonna uh, be hooked on that? Yeah, take a try. You can, yeah. you can be hooked on that, like you are well, with that, uh, Gears Pop. It's, well, that's not gonna be a cell phone game, though, right? Like no. Well, hopefully, pop? they don't have fucking microtransactions where you're spending oh, over a thousand dollars in God, microtransactions. Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fall right in that trap. I'm gonna fall right in Gears Pop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, exactly. It'd be interesting like to see it. where, where uh, you know how Rod does. You know, and I wish him the best. Hopefully, he uh, does oh, well yeah. with the Diablo team. And uh, hey, good things moving forward. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on one second, Invader. Would you agree that if he screws this up at Blizzard, <laughs> it's going to be hell of a lot worse in the Gears franchise? Well, the spotlight's definitely on him a lot more, but that's just because oh, yeah. Blizzard has, well, done a lot of screw-ups before him. Yeah. So, with uh, especially the, you know, about the whole the Warcraft the thing. Yeah. Uh, they got a magnifying glass on them like anything right now. Oh, it is terrible. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I wish them the best. And hey, maybe Cliffy B can, uh, you know, lend a two cents, a couple of cents to uh, the coalition yeah. and see what happens. Hey, and who knows who they'll get as a studio head, right? That's kind of a vacancy to fill. Uh, but moving <laughs> along to our next topic. And Xbox head Phil Spencer made a comment that seemed to... Well, ruffle some feathers. And in an interview, Phil stated how Microsoft and Xbox see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. And he went on further stating that, I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with, with Nintendo and Sony, while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that is the goal. 
So, guys, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting comment by Phil here for sure. And, fellas, what do you think about Phil's, uh, what Phil's <laughs> saying here? Uh, how do you feel about it? Can I hop in first on this? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, bro. The whole last conversation. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, hey, hey, close mouth don't get fed, bro. You got to jump in. <laughs> No, it, yeah. no, he had me. He had me stuck in purgatory backstage. Oh, I, you're in purgatory. Oh, you're I in the green room. The mic. You guys want to hear me? <laughs> so anyway, as soon as I saw this article, I knew all the the problems this article was going to create, all because <laughs> everybody couldn't get to that second sentence where the all it talked about cloud tech. This whole thing revolves around cloud tech. They're not talking about platform wars or hardware or any of right. that. They're talking mm-hmm. about cloud tech. And he's talking about the two companies that are out there in the world that can afford to have server farms yep. all over the globe yep. to compete with Azure. He wasn't speaking to, like, you guys saw the numbers on how much PlayStation makes Sony, how much money Nintendo makes from Nintendo. And then, like, Xbox literally was, like, down in the single digits on how much profit it truly brings um, Microsoft because that's not their end-all, be-all. They're not there to create games. They're there to actually create tech. And so when they're talking about cloud tech, their biggest competitors definitely are Amazon and Google. We all see what's going on right now with Google Stadia. Who has that kind of money just to be like, eh, kind of a half-ass launch. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, and they're still buying studio. Here's a couple extra billion. Eh, no sweat. Exactly. And then Amazon, they've been sitting in the quiet. You know, we all talk about Sony crouching down and being like a tiger waiting to pounce on next gen. Amazon has been insanely quiet. They have probably been the quietest out of everybody. Everyone knows Amazon has a gaming division and they don't really know what they're doing. It's kind of going to come out of nowhere when all of a sudden Amazon decides to do something. So I'm really curious what they're going to do. And speaking of Amazon and how much Amazon and Microsoft compete right now, Amazon and Microsoft are actually caught up in a bunch of legal issues because Microsoft actually stole Mm -hmm. a very important government contract from Amazon. And now Amazon (laughs) is taking the court over that. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm just saying. Like, you know, like, I'm sorry, but when you're arguing in court over military contracts, that tells you who your competition really is. Cause like no offense to Sony, Sony's a great company. They've done great things, but they aren't that deep where they're in bed with the United States government creating military, you know, you know how much the military (laughs) uses Azure, you know how much they've invested in Azure. So that's, Microsoft's kind of bread and butter right there is their cloud division. And so as soon as I read this article, I knew exactly who Phil Spencer was talking to. And, you know, like I'm not insulting anybody, but he he wasn't talking to me. He wasn't talking to the gamer. He was talking to the guys that are invested heavily into the actual Microsoft infrastructure. Well, you know, and and the crazy thing is. Go ahead, finish, sir. Oh, no, I was going to say, did you see the Jack of, uh, what was that website, Jack of Controllers, or I forget the name, uh, but they took the headline and they rephrased his quote saying, uh, Microsoft says that Sony and Nintendo can't compete like with them, like, oh, they can't compete with them. They had nothing in about cloud in the title, so it made it. Well, they do that shit all the time. Like not- <laughs> yeah, that's just... That's- 
clickbait one-on-one. But no, but you know what? Phil has been saying this about, you know, Amazon and for for years. It, this isn't like, oh, I randomly woke up and said, oh, yeah, Sony and Nintendo, they're, they're not our uh, competition. No, this is a long time coming. And just for the simple fact, when it comes to big bank, take little bank. Because you know what? In the long run, why do you think Sony made the the deal with Microsoft for the Azure server, for cloud tech? These console numbers are nothing compared to what they're trying to reach. And, you know, you're you're, you're talking, you know, you got these Sony guys talking about, oh, 100 million uh, <laughs> uh, consoles sold and, and, oh, Xbox only sold 50 million consoles and blah, blah, blah. We, but what did we just start talking about, Invader? You said 7 billion gamers seven are trying billion. to. Yep. Yes. So, so what? A hundred million? That's only what ten percent of a billion, and you're talking about seven billion that they want to get a hold of. So you know, it just it just goes. To, come on. Well, they're looking at the bigger picture, right? It, it's it's chess. It's yeah. not chess. exactly. It's not, it's not mm. over there. Exactly. Like they're trying to beat those other two. two. Yeah. It's it, this is this this to me is as Jeremy would. Uh, Hosts are going to be laughing backstage, but this is a nothing burger, okay? This is uh, something that uh, came out in the dead of, uh, there's no, uh, the dead of um, winter and where there's no talk other than, you know, teraflops and, and, and fake insiders and all bullshit being spewed around. Like Sal said, this has been said by Phil since 2017, since 2016. Uh, you know, he was, you know, he basically looked, at, he, he, he looks, he doesn't look at Sony as a competitor because they aren't in the same, they are in a sense, but they're not vying for the same things. And at the end of the day, does this affect Xbox in any way? Does this gonna, is this going to stop Xbox from making Xboxes, from putting Xboxes in the cloud? Is it going to stop uh, the, the studios from, uh, you know, delivering games? The answer is no. If anything, it's going to make these studios grow. It's going to make more, more studios, and it's going to build out more, more, more so. The bottom line is, is that this was taken as a slight as if, like, Sony and Nintendo are small potatoes compared to Microsoft. And you know what? I hate to say it, in, in the gist of things, where Microsoft is looking and where they're going, I'm sorry, they're, they're set up for next-gen. They're set up the right way. Nintendo yeah. doesn't even have a freaking... They don't even have... You have to use your iPhone to use voice on... on they don't even have automatic cloud saves. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> Sony, is, Sony is a little bit better, but they're behind, too. There is a reason why mm -hmm. Sony came to Microsoft and said, hey, you know, we see what you're doing. Can we use your tech? There is a reason why, uh, you know, everyone has a spotlight on Microsoft. Microsoft is forward thinking, has been forward thinking since 2018 with Game Pass, with xCloud, with everything that they're doing, even within their studios. They're, yeah. they're making bigger games with with smaller studio size counts through tech and through 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 certain types of things that certain types of uh, technologies and 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 you know procedures that 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 uh, you know um, uh, Hellblade Dev uh, Ninja Theory talked about. It. They're doing a lot of they're doing a lot of you know uh, you know they're, they're taking they're taking initiative in a lot of ways. And uh, you know, there's no reason to get to, to get upset with them because you know what it is. People want them. 
Phil and and they want a big fight. They want a big console war. <laughs> and Phil is just not about no, that. That's where know? it clicks. It's all clicks, bro. It's you all know that. And, well, that, and, and that. and that's what scares them. And the moron from Jack of uh, the the moron from that Jack of <laughs> Controller shit is the guy Alpha. Freaking, it's a fanboy that that's like this Alpha Theta Fox. I don't know. He's the guy that Sony blocked themselves because he was too much of a fanboy on Twitter. Alpha uh, Alpha Fox. Uh, this guy is well known for being a toxic, uh, you know, Sony fanboy. All of a sudden, you know, he he's now he's trying to be like he's a journalist, you know, with these stupid clickbait articles. You know, behind the, all those articles, the same dude. He's still a Sony fanboy. So all this is just like I said, my rant is going to be over in two seconds. But all of this is because there was nothing else to talk about. If Phil yeah. said the same thing at E3, guess what? Nobody would swept under the cover, and we'd be yeah. talking about fifteen other things. Another thing, though, to add on to like you saying that, you know, this wasn't a big thing that Phil Spencer said. The big example I wanted to put out there for people is if PlayStation—I mean, not PlayStation—Sony came out right now and said Microsoft <clears throat> is no competition whatsoever in the television manufacturing sector. I'd be like, no kidding, because Microsoft doesn't make televisions. It's no different exactly. It's just people looking to to cause shit. And you know, the old the old Tim Dog, I would have been fighting. And I actually talked to somebody at Microsoft about this. The old Tim Dog would have been on, on social media. You know, <laughs> deal, you know, you know, fighting with people. At this point, I'm not going to do that anymore because this, that that's there's it's no pointless. Reason, it's this, pointless. It's pointless, mm-hmm. and and it's stupid. And and like Jeremy says, it's a nothing burger. Nothing burger. <laughs> nothing burger. And nothing burger. <laughs> well, it's true though. They're just positioning themselves to be like, you know, it's software is going to be king, not hardware. They're they're positioning themselves all over with uh, their reach, right? On PC, on Xbox, yeah, everywhere. I mean, Sony can't even freaking get a show. Why don't we talk about that? Two thousand eighteen. <laughs> They still in February reveal. I heard from everyone in their mother. <laughs> oh, it's coming. And now it's not coming. And everyone's like, oh, maybe March, maybe the first week of March. You Never know, mind. this show is a better show when Tim Dog screams on Mike. I'm sorry, but it is. <laughs> everyone wants yeah! to scream on Mike. Yeah! It, it, it does annoy me. It's like, you know, Microsoft showed off their console. They said, let's go, let's go. Here you go. And these Sony stupid fanboys are happy about a, a PS5 logo and, and running around town about a PS5 logo saying you're going to be stomped out in, in February, Tim Dog. Oh, everything's going to be the February meeting. There's no meeting! <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? I mean, come on. I mean, seriously, worry about your own shit. Worry about getting a show that doesn't have a freaking potato salad stand and look like a two-bit... Uh, you know, presentation. Actually, have a show. Show off your console. Hey, and the do last, sh- the last show Sony had, they had some dude up front on stage playing a flute and a banjo. That was literally the last <laughs> show they had in, in 2018. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, not just the rant goes on, but you know, it's just like concern yourself with, you know, that's such a that's such an innocent statement if you really look at it. You look at Microsoft as a company. And you put two and two together equals four. Obviously, they're going to be going after freaking, uh, uh, you know, 
Google and Amazon. They're both in yeah. the server fields. They both have server farms. They're not, they're not going to go after Sony, who's just a video game company at this point that makes some TVs. They're not. They're in two different sectors. You know what? Just just stop. You know, looking for something. It's just stupid. Worry about your own stuff. Get a show. Let's look at what your console looks like and stop listening to fake insiders, please. You know, I happen to enjoy. Con- I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy console wars. I do. And the reason being is because it shows that the industry is very healthy. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. good. Well, it, it, it's no, good. you know some, what? Some of the, some aspects. It's but... it's nice to to be able to debate civilly, but when you you know all this fucking hate and and bashing is when it gets ridiculous. That's what fucking bothers me. Well, that's and that's yeah. I think I think that's what bothers Phil too. I mean. Uh, you know, I mean, Phil has always, you know, uh, been pretty cool. You, yeah. We all think he's a nice guy. Oh, but, yeah. But, you know, you, you have, you know, people taking to a different level. And I, th- I think he gets turned off by that. Yeah, I think he just wants a fair shake. And, uh, you know, just to be honest. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I keep seeing this notion that uh, this is going to be Xbox's last console. Oh yeah, I've been hearing like, that. Oh, since... the cloud. So the only we were, way, yeah, we've been happen. hearing this for ten years. Only now. way it's gonna happen. Off like Netflix, Uh-oh. like if it's the dominant form of media at that point, then Sony's gonna be going out of the console business too. If it was that popular, There's that's the only, only way that's happening. They're not gonna cut out what they fifty million consoles with a shit console this gen. Why would they leave that behind? I have a big problem They're with trying the to broaden there being you know, no hardware. Base. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me but too. with the way the way Microsoft is, is is angling is that you need uh, uh, an Xbox in the cloud to work. So Exactly. That's yeah. my whole problem with that theory is they're using Xbox One X and One S's to create X Cloud now. They're eventually gonna probably start using either the Xbox One X, or just going all the way to the Series X, or whatever they're going to use, or even lock, the Lockhart. Lockhart. Yeah, I think Lockhart oh, would probably and, make. But that's sense. the only. That's the funny part about it. Like, oh, they're going to end all hardware. Then why? That means they would have to completely shut down X Cloud. They have to keep hardware going forward, so that way they can keep improving X Cloud. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they could be like, oh, we could stop selling the the hardware. But why not push it out there into the market? Because we're making it to go in the server rack. So let's also make it a standalone box. So no matter what, I always I'm holding to the belief that there's always going to be hardware for a very good long time. Yeah, I think yeah the only time hard- yeah, the absolutely. only time hardware is going anywhere is when it becomes like Star Trek: The Hollow Deck, where you just go build a room on your <laughs> yeah. house to go play some games. Yeah, where you, where you press the button and you freaking and something comes up and. You know, comes up on a screen, a hologram, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." Streaming, you know, uh, you know, two two terabits to your to your house. And Jeremy, put your freaking green light on. So get it off with that white light. All right, is it yeah, right? Jeremy with his bald head looks like a fucking right? I, I just like it's the green bright. light. I just pretend that you're some kind of Xbox guy. Speaking of which, how you like that headset, Jeremy? Oh shit! That one, Tim. Uh, that's nice. Uh, that, right, that Ma- is, yeah. Centurion, what do you think about that headset? No, uh, no echo. No echo. Thank God, dude. The echo was. Hey, Jeremy, you didn't send me one. You the community. <laughs> that's because I owe Tim a lot of money. 
Oh, that's you right. Don't, you um, don't know. I didn't know it was that kind of a relationship. No, yeah. it's it's because he argues with me in politics and oh, lost and a bet. I just, and he lost a bet. And then I tell him, don't talk about politics. You don't have to pay me ever again. But he still has to be like, oh, look at this. Look at this. What headset did he get again? The HyperX it's the Cloud. HyperX Cloud, yeah. HyperX, there you go. Yeah. Which and one? Sh- the Cloud S. Okay. Now they're about there. You can get them for ninety nine. I think. Here, uh, yeah. Let me go grab the box. Hold on. I'm um, using HyperX clouds right now on this. Yeah. Rig. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Anybody who needs to get a headset, if you want to get an affordable headset, and uh, you know uh, you're in, in in that field and you don't want to spend three hundred dollars, but you want really good quality, uh, Jeremy and I, um, we had went you to Hyper. It? Yeah. There. There they are. Uh, this this particular model is ninety nine dollars or one hundred and nineteen. You can get you'll see it for one hundred and nineteen. You can, if you shop around, you get it for ninety nine. Uh, probably, I honestly feel like they're the most comfortable headsets on the market that I've tested. I've tested a lot, uh, so I mean I've tested them all. But this one, the the way it fits on your head, and I have a pretty big head, and just you know uh, wraps around your ear. Um, it, it's just, uh, it's just a real high quality, uh, you know, piece of equipment for what you get for what you pay. The Jeremy, yeah. Well, the yeah. Me, they're it's, one of the few well, manufacturers you, that still uses metal in the headband. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> well, you well how about? would you com- compare them to the A50s? Cause you, cause you have A50s as well, right? I do have A50s and, uh, I hate to say this about the A50s, but. Um, the fact that they're wireless, to be honest, if you want the best quality, you're always better wired. Than wired. It's always uh, wired. That, that, that's what I have to yeah. say about that. Yeah. I find a lot of like with the, uh, with the A50s. Now this is my second set of A50s. Uh, my first set, I blew, uh, one of the, uh, the, the speakers on the, uh, or whatever, whatever you, the mic, with the speaker in the, in the headset. Uh, honestly. For three hundred dollars, I'm gonna say if you're gonna make a relatively same price, you get these 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 guys each and every time, or get three of them and give really? them two. Uh, yeah, because the wireless is a problem. I I, feel, I don't think that they perfected wireless, and uh, you know sh- you know Mike Ybarra has always told me wireless is garbage when it comes to video games. Yeah, he's, he's always said just use wired. He says whenever you use wired, and I have to agree with him. I don't yeah. have, like I have hissing on. On the A50s, yeah. a lot I've of interference. Lot of, yeah, I, you know, I don't get no. When it comes to my A50s, I don't have no interference and I, there's no lag. And I, me personally, it has the best sound. Like especially it does when it have comes a to great sound. It does have. Really, I agree with you there, and that's that's the one thing that I'll give it. It's just with all those caveats of problems that we went through, the sound when it's good, when everything's right, and when you have a thing, it's really loud really bassy but the downside is is that because you're pushing out so much power i guess in this headset you can break them so be careful because i had broken one and uh yeah, I had I've, I've went through a couple of pairs yeah. of a50s oh, wow. yeah i know yeah like you'll get like a you can, it's just like any other speaker like uh you know it, it, it'll it'll crack and then like i got a crackling and then i got rid of it and the uh most part but, but uh uh, yeah, as far as sound, I would say yeah, it, it is pushing the, the, the. If you really want the the 
loudest experience. I think the A50s beat it, but I have to say, these, well, these well a couple of years ago, we got the the HyperX from uh, FanFest, right? And yeah. uh, they, they weren't bad. We they, also got the Plantronics from FanFest, if you remember. Uh, yeah, those ones. I really like. Yeah, the, yeah, those were not that bad. The HyperX were bad. much better than the Plantronic ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, so. Yeah. Nice. Well, the Plantronic ones were the reason why everyone was hyped up about them is because, uh, and a lot of people, and I know that we're going way, way off course. The Atmos? Atmos? Uh, yeah, it was the Atmos. And the reason yeah. uh, they have the, the marketing deal, any of these headsets, just so you know, they're compatible with Atmos. That is not uh, something that's exclusive to the Plantronics. No, no, we no, no, no. The new uh, Astro A50s have the Atmos as well. Right. Well, at that time, that was the, uh, you know, this is, we're going two years. They had a marketing deal, but any, you could actually have head headsets and you can get the, uh, the uh, experience of Atmos. So, uh, I've gotten that confirmed by, uh, Reverend Slim, Reverend Slim, who uh, actually talked to the people at Dolby. Nice. Nice. No, it's like yeah, a solid, so, uh, uh, HyperX, uh, you know, we're, we're nice little bit of uh, selling. So uh, you feel free to to send us all kick us uh, down, headset, right? <laughs> and this segment is brought to you by HyperX. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say this review brought to you by HyperX. <laughs> but uh, no, guys, very actually, that's a very sharp looking uh, headphones there, Jeremy. Thanks for showing them off. And uh, actually, I need to invest in some new headphones. Now that I think about it. But we're gonna go on to our next topic, guys. And many are expecting Sony to reveal the PlayStation 5 relatively soon. It's not clear at this point, but the clock is ticking on it. But besides the console itself, everyone is wondering about the price. Now, recently, Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki made comments during an earnings call, and it is... And that totally sounds like you're clowning Hiroki Totoki. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're, 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 Hiroki I, and I know, on. and I... Yeah, and I totally sound like a racist, but that said, that sounds like somebody who can talk shit, you know? Mm, so go no on, one. continue. <laughs> no, I'm right? no. Carry, Carry on, Invader. I Carry shall. on, buddy. Sorry. Now... Apologies. <laughs> no worries. Now, it's suggested that Sony's waiting until Microsoft announces the Xbox Series X's price that they're going to be waiting. Now, he stated, this is as a translation of what he said, what is not very clear or visible is because we are competing in the space. It is very difficult to discuss anything about the price at this point of time. Yeah. And depending upon the price level, we may have to determine the promotion that we are going to deploy and how much cost we are prepared to pay. Again, granted, this is coming off translations, but it does seem like Sony is waiting for Microsoft to announce a price first. Now, guys... Do you think Sony are going to play the waiting game with the PS5 price? Yeah, absolutely. You know, pr price is, yeah. price is king in console space. It is. And I'm yep. not a huge I'm not a huge fan of the whole two uh the two skew God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Timmy, are you all right? Bro? <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. Oh Holy shit. It's not like you just drank a whole swimming pool in one drink. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was on mute. I'm sorry. Oh, it's 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 the. Uh, oh my god! Freaking... I can't hold it together. <laughs> you want another one? I'll do another one for you guys. Do another one. Go. 
Ah, that was weak. What was All right. And the <laughs> show like is officially fucking... off the rails. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Uh, where was I? Jeez, I'm not a huge fan of the whole two skew concept. Uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong with it, but I don't think they're going to release two skews. I don't know wh- why, because essentially they'll be, if you think about it, they're going to be releasing two systems, two launch systems. And we're talking about massive production costs, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, I think it's more efficient if they if they release the one SKU. Uh, and it's very it's a very competitive price point. You know, and why do I think Sony is waiting in the first place? Because they know if, um, if Xbox comes out and it's more powerful and more afford- affordable, uh, you can turn the tide with it. You know, you can turn the perception around. Um, I think it's even more important when you launch with Game Pass and xCloud because, you know, what the possibilities are there for new users and new markets. So, and it, this includes the marketing campaign going forward with xCloud and Game Pass. Uh, you know, it just it's every aspect of the business. Um, and I think... Um, they would wait. I don't think we're going to see a price until maybe X, the new XO, XO20. I don't think they're going to release the price until after E3. I don't know what you guys think. No, but no. They're, they're going to announce it at E3. Well, yeah, I, I think that's what so. they do. The logic would say that, but I agree. After, yeah. I think, and I have, I think that what they should do is, is they should make Sony yep. sweat. And yep. they, they shouldn't, they don't have to announce. See, the problem I sometimes have with Microsoft is that they have a set of plans and by no means that they, that, you know, unless it's uh, a, a, a disaster, do they ever change those plans? And one of those oh, yeah. examples is DRM. You know, if going up to going into E3, they didn't have to announce DRM. Yep. They could have said they could have done exactly what, what Sony did. Yep. But Sony was was flexible, and they they were smart, and they transitioned. Now in this position, Xbox, I think the reason you know that Sony is worried is because they have positioned themselves on a four hundred ninety nine price console. Yeah, and I think that they want to see if Anaconda is five ninety nine. I think uh, yeah. it's going to either be five ninety nine or it's going to be four ninety nine. But I do think there's going to be a hundred dollar difference. But you I think don't so, know. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But if if I don't think so, I think they're going to come out really competitive. Well, if, if that's to. if that's the case, then to. what's Lockhart? How's Lockhart playing to it? The bottom but line. That's what I'm saying. That, I don't think like what you said. What you said though. Uh, wait uh, after E3. I think that they should. I don't think. Yeah, I don't absolutely. even think that they should have a hardware reveal if Sony. If Sony the, Sony wants Microsoft to have a hardware reveal in April so that they can you know adjust and they can do whatever they want for 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 May. Now they're hoping to probably get a price. They're hoping to get all that information. Even though, like we were just talking about, that they, they might not be comp- competing. They are competing in yeah. the same space, and within that same space, Microsoft has to be smart here. And the way yeah. to, the smart way to do it is well, to say nothing. Been... My, See, Microsoft has to no no they have to beat the PlayStation price. Yeah, well, they, they're, they're going to beat, beat it. They're going to beat it with well, one card. Yeah, that, that's that's no 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 no. But I'm talking about for the Series X that Anaconda. Yeah. They need to, if not beat it, they need to have the same exact price. I see. I don't. I don't know how you're going to get that when you're going to probably have a big 
power delta well, gap in power. There's gonna be Microsoft systems. is gonna have to eat that hundred hundred fifty bucks per console. You know that lot. Well, if they could, if they could match and they could have a more powerful console, I think that's what Sony's worried. They about. gotta be aggressive. Yeah. They gotta be aggressive. They have like, to. Well, you know, I, because, I do think in the but, end you're gonna pay for what's more expensive and what's more but, expensive in, in in the Microsoft box is more expensive than what's in Sony, and, and it's gonna trickle down to the customer. But, but if you have but a but Tim, that's what I'm saying. If they're if they're really competitive, at the price point with 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 the new Xbox, um, you know, as far as the new users go in the new market with with Game Pass and XCloud, I think there's an opportunity there. Um, so I'm I'm sorry, Centrion, you're going to say something. I was just going to say that we all saw how that hundred dollar price gap totally helped yep. launch the PS5. I mean PS4 yeah. at the beginning of this gen. Um, it probably would have been a different story if the Xbox mm -hmm. One originally didn't have the Kinect shoved in the box with it, but we'll never right. know. <clears throat> but um, what I'm getting at is from at least some of the stuff that I've heard on other shows and read, PlayStation would prefer to sell the PS5 at $500. Right. But that's only if the Series X launches at $600. And, right. Uh, yep. Yep. If the series that's where that, I think we are right now, that, exactly. And that's the only thing they don't under. The, I guarantee you, right now, Sony's probably wondering how aggressive Xbox truly is getting because yep. so, they they've been used to kumbaya Xbox. Mm -hmm. They really have been. You know, uh, Xbox has not been aggressive towards them because of just how this generation has gone. But now we're on the dawn of a new generation, and Phil Spencer wants his fair shot at launching a console generation yeah. and being successful Agreed. with it. So they're pretty. I'm pretty sure they're wondering how aggressive Xbox is going to truly get. Now, so, so, so just... aggressive. I'm sorry, Tim. So aggressive that. Uh, Sony is, um, you know, they're counter, they're countering Xbox for everything that they do. They're being reactive mm -hmm. as opposed to proactive, like Xbox is doing with the, with this console generation. Right. And I think you're. I mean, I, I, I agree. You're totally onto that. So. So let me I, ask you guys a question. Let me ask the panel a question. Everyone answer. We have just established what we all think that's going on here. If you're in Microsoft's position. Do you just hold back the price and do you play a cat and mouse game here? For me personally, I say don't announce anything. Announce until you you have to. What you I, I would wait. To, I would wait. I'd be waiting until last minute. I would be holding back as long as I could to where it didn't affect pre-orders. And if we all right. remember how the <laughs> Xbox One X was, the Xbox One X was revealed at E3 2017, but the price was like pretty much dropped in the last two minutes of the show. Um, and I think that was just because people weren't prepared for that $4.99 price tag. Mm -hmm. um, but um, they didn't put it up for pre-order until um, the end of Gamescom yeah. uh, the following month in August. And that's you know, like why. June, that's July, why no, I think sorry, two months later. And that's why I think that price is coming out maybe during EXO twenty twenty. So we'll see. Um, see, they're going to want to put it out. They're going to want to put it out early enough to where they can get pre orders going. Yeah, it's true. The, the pre you don't want. Yeah. You don't want a two. You don't want a two month cycle for pre orders. You're probably wanting like three months. They could do Gamescom 
for for it probably mm -hmm. at the latest because if they're going if they go off the same strategy with the xbox one x it released november 7th i believe it was uh 2017 and so gamescom is august so you'll have august september october a little bit so you'll have about a three-month window period of time to actually grow your pre-orders yeah. And I think this really does point to the PlayStation 5 being 500 bucks. Um, listen, this this generation, it's the it's the best thing that they they went for that type of technology uh, for 500 dollars. Um, and in my position, I think Xbox uh, had to do the two skew, uh, two skew, you know, um, strategy for the for the for the. Reason being, they they couldn't they couldn't have a repeat of what they had last year. The only way they the could have time. a six hundred dollar console is if they have that two skew. Well, model if they have a two, if they have a two ninety nine lock cart, yeah, yeah, then, I think then that's then the only that, way that five ninety nine model is going to work. I think that that's where a, that's where where they're going to get at. Now, roughly the pricing might not be that, but it could be three forty nine. Even if the lock cart's three forty nine, uh, that's now, pretty. Pretty, now, what's your good. what's your guys' take on the t the whole two skew concept, though? I like it because it ensures. Like it. Okay. I think that they needed to have the most powerful See, console. I, I never fed into the you know the the supposed ignorance of the consumer when there's two skews because it's when, you confusing. Buy, when you go buy a cell phone, that <laughs> means when you go buy a cell phone, you know what you want. You want to know how much memory you're going to use, all that other stuff. I knew I wanted a Samsung Galaxy Note mm -hmm. 9 for the features. When you go buy a television, dude, if you start trying to get a TV in Samsung, now you got to start learning the differences between um, um, HDR standard and HDR premium because there's now mm -hmm. two different versions of HDR <laughs> through Samsung. I mean, like, I, I don't really see, like, the ignorant consumer as a as a very good argument because people are informed. They have cell phones in their pocket. Mm -hmm. We all know how right. how many people turn to social media and, and shows like this to get their information. Mm -hmm. So I, I just don't really see that many people living under a rock. Microsoft understands, though, that there's people out there in this world that can't afford a $600 console. So they want to give them an option. That is one thing Microsoft has always been pushing forward is to be that company of options. If you can't afford a console, we got xCloud. If you can um, afford an entry-level console, we're going to have Lockhart. If you want the creme de la creme, the most be best Xbox experience you can have outside of PC, Series X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I agree though, because you know what? When when this people start saying, "Oh, that's gonna confuse people," and uh, blah, 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 it's like, what? How many different iPhones are there? How many different you know models of Samsung Galaxy phones are there? Like you know, to, or, or or the whatever TVs, you name it. Every everything has different SKUs and and models. Come on, you're just you're just picking shit just to, you know, pull shit out of air. Well, I see somebody in the and chat I think what people forget is that if Lockhart comes out, no, you go. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, I think what people forget is about Lockhart is it's gonna have that it's supposed to have that same SSD, which when you show the consumer like at the store they can visually see the difference of what the SSD is going to do for their gaming yeah. versus if it's a 2K box versus a 4K box. 
they're probably not going to even notice a difference. So they can show them, hey, we do have this Xbox that's more expensive than, say, the PS5, but we got this lower one that, you know, it's basically doing the same thing, and they can see the difference there, and it's $100 cheaper than PS5. That's a, that's a good point. The only way I could see this creating a situation of confusion is because, <clears throat> like, in the chat, somebody mentioned about how some people thought Xbox One, uh, Xbox One couldn't play used games for the longest time. We all know how Microsoft has kind of dropped the ball with marketing this gen. If they have a two skew system, that is one thing that they need to hit a home run on is definitely getting the information and the marketing out there that there is a two skew system and that this the the Lockhart is this and the Series X is that. They need to basically ki kill the confusion through a good marketing campaign towards a two skew system. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, they definitely uh -huh. don't want a repeat of 2013, and they have to be on point when E3 comes around. They have to get that messaging out. They have to show people the differences and, you know, just you know, give people a reason to buy, uh, buy into it. So definitely looking forward to all that. Um, guys, uh, we're probably going to move on to the next topic. Or do you guys want to touch on anything else before we move on? No, no we spent a lot of time on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Where All did right. Tim go? I want to hear his, uh, him drinking that, that swimming pool. <laughs> I don't know. He just kind of dropped out. I don't know where he went. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably going to uh, make more noises with God knows know. what that, else. That swallow came down like the thunder. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that made me laugh so hard. Oh, that never mind. Great. Wait, wait, wait. Timmy. Oh, there he is. Tim, Timmy's new uh, did, soundtrack. Did, you, get some, so did you go get some more soda for the show? <laughs> No, I'm I'm He's like, nah, I'm, I'm drinking water bath water. <laughs> hey, it, like, I die, you schmuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's angry. That's the angry diet. Yeah, right, fuck. Hey, push-ups on, 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 on the show right now if you shut up. Hey, wait a minute. He's drinking, <laughs> hey, if he's drinking bath water, is I'll pay you twenty dollars to see you know, fucking ten push ups. You know, Paris is in chat. I think you seen Paris, and you you, you realize that you had to step your game up, right? Yes, he's 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 awesome. I can't believe that Paris is in the building. Ah, shout Hey, I love that dude. Paris is gonna be going crazy. Everyone's gonna be like, yeah. The Paris will be like, yeah, Phil, we love you. Nick. <laughs> No, but I'm very happy for them that they uh, they got uh, Phil on their show. It's a great thing. Good, good. They deserve it. Thousand shows, man. Wow. Like, Thousand wow. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. We can't wait to uh, listen to that. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure that, that they're going to make some news. I'm sure Phil's going to say something. Nice. You're all over the place. I hope so. Uh, they deserve well, they're, they're professionals. They deserve it. Yeah. They deserve yeah. it. That Phil is probably going to give them a, a little nugget of information like Phil usually does. I remember when Phil did, um, uh, what was the inner circle, and they were, uh, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, uh, they were just starting out, and and Phil did their uh, podcast, and uh, you know, a lot of people uh, like to, we like to jump on Phil and get uh, go after him and this and that, but it's nice that he. Uh, he does these things with the community. I mean, this is uh, to get a guy of his 
stature on a show. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the show is a very big show, but, you know, just, to, you know, Phil hasn't done a show like that in a long time. So uh, it shows that, you know, he, he's in tune with the community. He's in tune with what matters. And, you know, um, when you, you hit thousand uh, podcasts, that's a lot of dedication. And yeah. uh, I, not I only that, that's going to be these like guys a, are going to be yeah. a great thing to listen to. And those guys are really talented. Paris, very talented. What he does, very informative. Uh, he, they're great. Yeah, Paris kills well, the fanboys. He's like a fanboy killer. No, nah, you know what? Paris is <laughs> hey, he's just so he good at like, shutting the shit down. Just you know, and he's like, "Look what I'm playing. I'm gonna be waiting for this to come on PC." But he does it in a way that uh, you know. Uh, is uh, not uh, you know Islamic smart. Story. It's smart. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't even have to be a dick guy. about it. It's uh, so cut and dry. You know, it's amazing. Of, uh, yeah. You know, the the rest of the people on the show are also are great too. So, uh, like I yeah, said, Pete they're, they're and Danny, yeah, a, a huge show for them. And well, I think everyone here and everyone listening to the show will be tuning in. And uh, I think that, like I said, Phil's probably going to drop a little bit of something, something, something. In- Invader, do me a favor when that episode hits. Make sure we send out a tweet to, you know, kind of promote uh, what's going on over there and spread the love, spread the word. Absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely be tweeting that out. It, it, it's coming out to tomorrow, it, right? As it goes on. Yeah, I believe it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Wow. So, uh, definitely. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, check out uh, Gamertag Radio. That's going to be exciting with Phil Spencer on. And, uh, yeah, Paris, we look forward to that, my friend. Um, But, yeah, you know what, guys? We're going to move on to what's probably going to be our last topic. And, you know, speaking of Phil Spencer, I tell you, Phil certainly, he likes to drop little tidbits every now and then. And in a tweet, he stated that he had met up with Matt Booty and uh, who else? Oh, and the initiative studio head, Daryl Gallagher. He went on saying, incredibly talented studio, challenging challenging themselves to do new things and old things in new ways. Now, this certainly set off a flurry of questions as we thought the initiative was just working on something entirely new. Is it possible that they're reviving an old IP or are they working on multiple titles? Guys, what do you think about this? I think it's more yeah, go ahead, Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely. Sal just fell down the stairs. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, Sal's seriously. To the bathtub. He's all right. He's just uh, watching. Well, yeah, I got to get my bath before you drink all, all the water up. <laughs> um. I don't know what's happening. Wait a minute. I thought we were selling no, the bath say, water. I'll jump in because Sal's not answering. Um, oh, yeah, he's selling the bath water. It's perfect dark. And uh, Phil is notorious for giving us these little hints. That means something, so I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the bait. I'm gonna say perfectly no, dark. He's a fan of Joanna Dark, and uh, they're they're gonna be doing something really cool with that uh, so, franchise. So, what makes you think it's it's that the franchise, Perfect Dark franchise? Well, I can tell you that I know that Phil's been a big fan of Joanna Dark. Yeah. Since I remember him tweeting about it in 2015 that he looks he I I don't know if I can find the tweet, but he has definitely in the past said that, um, I, and I've heard through internally through guys like, you know, you you know the uh, the the people that usually get some type of information fed mm-hmm. to them, yeah, um, like Rand and stuff like that. That Perfect Dark is you know has been in the works or has been something that they've been looking to push for the longest time. I've been hearing about Perfect Dark 
since 2017 from various people. So when he t- when he tweeted that, uh, like I said, that one to me just said, "Ah, he, there you go. There's there it is." I'm well, you know, wrong, when he tweeted it out, he also are, threw the little and, the little uh, winky face people, too. Oh well, you know they had mm-hmm. that. Uh, this this the game is 15 years old. Uh, it's probably going to be nothing like the original, um, and uh, it'll just be uh, it could be totally it could be totally different name. Um, I just think that they want a strong uh, action adventure female lead uh, like well, uh, Lara Croft. Yeah, absolutely. They could do a lot with that franchise too, and and the character jo- Joanna Dark. Um, but who knows? You know, maybe they're working on Fable Four. <laughs> well, you gotta gonna say no. it's the perfect. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say it's the perfect climate for a title like Perfect Dark. It has a yeah. strong female role. Um, did Invader? And, did you just fall down the stairs, Invader? <laughs> yeah, I probably. I'm sorry, Invader. I cut you off. <clears throat> oh no, it's okay. I just I was just gonna comment saying, look who they uh, hired talent wise because. They got Sony Santa Monica guys, Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Rockstar. I mean, these are all like third-person kind of action games, uh, you know, a lot similar to like Laura Croft and all that. Uh, so I can definitely see them putting all of this into cool. like reviving Joanna Dark and for per- a new Perfect Dark game. And That's Invader, quiet. wouldn't you? I'm sorry, Cintron, but wouldn't you say Invader that the Perfect Dark series? hasn't been fully explored yet and i think there's a lot of opportunity there from a gaming perspective and a narrative's perspective uh you know to kind of flesh out the perfect dark world and its characters and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be i think we're going to find out in a cup in a few months uh, exactly what they're going to put together or what they have been putting together maybe it's a couple games but who knows Mm-hmm. Well, you I know, admit- and, and it goes back to what everybody's saying that you know Microsoft likes to go in the in the direction that you know a Joanna Dark game, you know, a female protagonist, you know, going for you know they want the Laura Croft, you know what I mean? They like that's just the way that not just the gaming industry but the movie industry that you know our, our society as a whole is going in. You know what I mean? Like. They, Look at people some of the want, titles PlayStation they, has come out with. Horizon Zero yeah, Dawn, people, Last of Us 2. Yeah, they want, exactly, Last of Us 2, huge, you know? It, it, they want a strong female, you know, uh, uh, flavor. Yeah. I just don't like how people are up in arms over the whole idea of like, oh, there's no creativity. They're gonna, they're just gonna re, you know, use an IP that they've every, you know, already got. We want new IP. Well, but that's... I, I, well, I, I know what you're gonna say, Downer. But yeah. here's the only I thing I have to say to that: Why is it so wrong to reach into the grave of 15 years of Perfect Dark and resurrect that whole franchise? Because it's a really good franchise. Yeah, it has a good background story, and like you said, a world <laughs> that's actually not been explored very well. Right? Why is it wrong to pull that out of a 15 year, you know, just silence? But it's okay to completely redo God of War. <laughs> and that, you know, basically, game of the generation, God of War, was an already established IP. It wasn't new IP. 
To be to be fair, though, it is apples and oranges. One's fiction and one's nonfiction. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Fiction and nonfiction. That's technically he's a god, and they're living gods, and they live in a world of total fantasy. Um, and Joanna Dark is a special agent in the. I'm sorry, you're talking that- about Call of Duty. No, I was saying God of War. Oh, I thought you said Call of Duty. I thought you said Call of Duty. I'm out with the bathwater. I said God of War. I fell down the stairs and hit my head. Oh, my God. What What is going on with tonight's show? Are people drinking, Invader? We're fucking... I'm drinking the bubbly. Guys, you're going to have to do tests before the show. (laughs) I thought he said Call of Duty. Jesus. No, I said God of War. No, we already know Call of Duty gets a new title every single year. That's like rinse and repeat right there. It's just just something that fits into the narrative. So people are going to use it. But if you really look at it, 15 years old, older game, they didn't really establish anything at all with Perfect Dark. It's more or less a new IP, just with with a, a similar face. With, you know. Okay, but let let me even throw this out there. I mean, look at the 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 hysteria that uh, Fantasy Online is going on right now. Like everyone's mo- me personally, I don't even know what the the damn game is about. But there's so many people going nuts over it. Oh, yeah, over- it's a great game. I, never, I love that I game. Loved, Which game? Originally. Fantasy Star Online too. I'm a, I'm gonna yeah, get my first yeah, and, and that that's, game when it comes out. You know, it's and that's one of the. It's gonna the, be free to play, uh, right? It, well, that's one of the original Xboxes, like you know, uh, mainstays, right? So, yeah. like, I, I just a lot of people going nuts over it, and well, so it kind of fits that same I idea really of good. of perfect. You know, I mean, you know, Joanna Dark. It's now, like nostalgia. Yeah. Well, people just, you know. Well, I remember. When, it, what I remember when Fantasy Star came out, and it, it was huge. We're talking about never been done on consoles, you know, with the whole uh, online multiplayer aspect of the game, and the, this this new one's going to be no different. People love Fantasy Stars. Uh, Fantasy Star Two uh, is, will be no different, and I think it's going to be a great great entry in the series. Well, is it? Is it? I'm confused. Is it a new game? Isn't it a remake of an old game? Well, it's been out. It's it's been out for a little while in Japan, I believe, right? Yeah, so it's just not been localized. Yeah. So, Fantasy Star Online is the game now because I'm going. We're going back now. Fantasy <laughs> Star Online is the game that we all played, right? Right. So this is the second one. So this is a new one. Is that was this is, is a new one? No, right. it's this. Yeah. It's part I mean, two. It's not, yes. n- I mean, yeah, it's, it's newer from new that, new, but it's but like it's, a decade old. Yeah, it yeah. never came out on 360 though. Fantasy or Star Two, right? No, it never. It was never out in the West at all. No, nope. it's people been uh, using I, different means to be able to still play it. No, you know, is it even though it's free to play, or are we just talking to our? Uh, yeah, it's free to play. It's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be free to play. That's really. It's and it's in the Insider. If you're an Insider, you can download. Yeah, you can download it, yep. it right now. I tried uh, popping it in last day, right? Yeah, today's the last day, though. I tried. The servers weren't up when I tried to launch it. Yeah, I actually got to play a little bit last night, and, and my wife was like, "What are you playing, you uber <laughs> dork?" <laughs> were, were, who were you on last night? Were you on with uh, anybody, or were you just? Uh, no, I was on? solo. Yeah, should have texted me. Should have. 
<laughs> well, uh, you know, honestly, you're always showing offline, so I don't know when you're on or well, when you're not know, on. Because I get every time I go online and I go on, I get bombarded and people are like, "Hey, I'm like I just want to play a game, bro." <laughs> you know, I, mean, I hate to be like that, but you know, I, uh, you know, it's just. Hey, that's what you're. That's what happens when you're coming up on 20, 20 k followers, buddy. It's not even that. Yeah, it's, that's amazing, bro. Like Congratulations that. on that. I, I don't want to sound like that, but I've always kind of been, uh, you know, like to me when I game, sometimes I just want to game and not talk to anybody. Um, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, with Xbox, it's so social that a lot of times, you know, uh, the do not disturb. I put that up too. Um, but that doesn't help. People will still ask me, but you know, um, you know, I mean, I just sometimes just like to just sit back and not be annoyed by any, not, I shouldn't say annoyed I, or just be, um, be bothered, like, be bothered because when somebody does DM me, I'm not one of these guys that just lets it stay. I'll, I'll answer it and then, you know, I'll be nice about it. And, you know, uh, you get like five of them. Sometimes it can annoy you. So, so that's so why Tim, I've, I've been staying offline. Tim, why don't you do this moving forward? Why don't you text us in DM saying, hey, guys, I'm going to be on. And maybe we can join you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's not with you guys. It's just like, you know. Cause I'll looking, bring the bath water. Because <laughs> I'm looking for you online, too. I'm like, what the hell? This guy's never on. Maybe he's. Drinking no, more of I, that. honestly, the last three months, I've I've turned it off uh-huh. because it got to the point where, and, and like I said, I'm not bragging or anything or to think because I'm a nobody. Like, but it's just when I get on, it's just like, you know, uh, you know, there's some people I would like to talk to, but then there's like other like I just get I get bombarded. I get like you know, yeah. who's playing with who, and and then no, nah, we we somebody, we get it, bro. Then if I do play with somebody and, and they want to get into the chat, they'll like get me in there. You know how it is. Yeah. Usually uh, I, what I do is I set up gaming uh, on Twitter with somebody and then I just stay offline, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I definitely... Uh, and we need know. to get Shock in the mix, too. Come on, Shock. You're shock. like... You're like... Shock's like... Hey, he's to play. like, I need he's that 10%. And... He's... Oh yeah, because I, I get off at like nine o'clock at night, and then but still, sock. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. that is the point. Well, and I'm nope. on the Eastern Time Zone, so by the time nine o'clock at night, I'm up till twelve one o'clock in the morning in my time zone. You can always hit me up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, not all of us are Eastern Time Zone. I think just me, Tim, and uh, Megatron. So. I, I thought Shock just said he was on Eastern Time. I am, yeah. Oh, oh, you are? Okay. Okay, I thought you were like Mountain Time or something. Oh, no, that's Jeremy. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> but uh, Red Mexican. <laughs> during, the, during the winter, I am on Mountain Time. During the summer, I am on Western or Pacific Time, whatever you want to call Gotta it. I love Arizona. I know. We used to have the same thing. Central Indianapolis, where I am now, only the central part of Indiana would be on no daylight savings time. The rest of Indiana would. I be think on it's. It. I think it's funny when you like get that little thing, like when when you're on something and it asks your time zone, and you have to look specifically for Arizona, just because Arizona is like the sovereign state of time zones. It's weird watching cable like. Back then, because then the shows would go on at different times, different parts of the year. Oh yeah, no, I get yeah. through like, Directv. Totally throw me off. 
DirecTV is uh, their main dish is uh, East Coast based. So anything that comes on at nine o'clock at night on e the East Coast, I'm watching at six o'clock. Yeah, so you can watch the movie, the rated R movies. <laughs> yes, I could watch the rated R movie Skinamax. while the kids are still awake. Skinamax. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. It's a, yeah, never mind. <laughs> and no, right. I don't have those channels. You, you gotta go to the. You gotta go watch a movie, Jeremy. Dude, yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, "I gotta go." Really? That Skinamax used to be my jam, bro. It used to be all of our jam. I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. who didn't like it? Put it this way: I remember when I was a kid watching Skinamax and Scrambled. Remember when it was Scrambled? <laughs> have, you, have you ever watched him oh, in negative? Oh, there's an elbow. <laughs> yeah, there's an elbow. Have you ever watched him in negative? Oh my goodness! Like That's a negative elbow, photo. <laughs> I was no, like, well, was one of those back in the '90s, that's like the best you can get. What? What is it? Negative? I remember the scrambled was the. Was well, the this was kind of scrambled, but it was it. It was like when you look at a negative photo. Oh, hey, but, so, so that's what it looked like on screen. It was like they look like negative, like. Yeah, photo. Hey, but you hey, can hey, Jeremy knows. Hey, we we used to get black boxes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but listen, listen. Yeah. Even though scrambled. That sound came in motherfucking crystal clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jeremy said, that's all I needed. <laughs> I watched WrestleMania through freaking, uh, through, through Scrambled. Back the black people, boxes, yeah. People, people, people who listen to us that are 20 years old are like, what the hell? Are these guys on answers? What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Invader, about Invader lives in Canada. He has no I fucking idea what we're talking about. He's like, well, oh, what's <laughs> what's Skinamax? I don't know. <laughs> their Skinamax is in like, their restaurants. You go to the, everything's a strip bar. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's so Skinamax is the equivalent to uh i want i don't want to call it porn but it's like b, b, it's b, b quality yeah, it's softcore. Softcore. yeah. softcore very like entry level entry where they level, don't actually exactly. they don't actually do it they just act There's, like they it's, do. it's entry yeah. level but you don't see entry level but yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Invader, oh, let me man. tell you something. It gets the job done, buddy, and that's what you want. It gets the job it done. The job oh, done. God. oh my god! How do we start talking about? Yeah, what man, the hell? Fucking shows a disaster. But just to get back on topic, just once, so everybody agrees. Uh, kill, why did you kill our vibe? Fucking kill hey, our hey, vibe, hey, bro. Hey, Come on. Hey, he let hey. us go on. He let us go on All a right. long time. <laughs> Just, uh, I just want a quick around about panel. Uh, Perfect Dark coming back, yes or no? Yes, uh, yes, hopefully. No. Okay, Tim. Yes. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, I think that. Oh, wait a sec. I don't know. Something's going on weird here with Tim. I'm seeing two Tims here now. Hey, two Tims is two Tims. Two Tims. Oh, okay. There we go. Yes. <laughs> two Tims. That's a lot of real estate right there. Two Tims. All right. Two yeah, two dogs. Okay, guys. Well, I Fuck think off. that about does it for tonight's <laughs> show. Dude, Megatron's message right now. <laughs> read it. Read it. Read it. This is a family show, and he's showing a, a, a gif of a family or an emote of a family. 
Hey, well, uh, he would know. How do you think families are created, Megatron? I mean, you know, we know all about that, buddy. You got to have some Skinamax. <laughs> Skinamax. <laughs> have some skin in the game. All right. Very educational. Very educational. And yes, Disaster. Family Disaster. show, but we do have education to it. Yes, that's <clears> correct. <throat> but uh, yeah, guys, that'll be all for tonight. An awesome, awesome show, guys. We covered a lot, even some very off-topic uh, things, but it was <laughs> <laughs> very fun. Uh, also, hey, a great... We, on- we, we miss Megatron, man. Hopefully he gets his mic situated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad, Megatron, but uh, we'll get you on. Hopefully, everything gets fixed for next week. Um, But yeah, we had a great ensemble in the chat tonight. Uh, JS, thanks for coming out. Abacab, Valorian, you were with us for a while. Uh, Nine Lives, Paris was in here for a very long time. Thanks for uh, tuning in, Paris. Uh, Mr. Boomstick was here. Uh, 108 Dragons TV. Uh, lots and lots of great people. Dreadpool. I can go on and on. Thank you guys for coming out. And hey, guys, if you happen to enjoy the show, then hey, uh, consider subscribing for future shows. Like and leave a comment if you would like. All right, guys. Now let's uh, just get to some uh, outros here. Shock, my man. Hey, that was a really good show. Where can everybody, uh, where can everybody follow you at? Yeah, you can check me out at, uh, at Shock Nero on Twitter. Easy shock on Xbox Live, and uh, not yeah. that you're on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been I've been on my Switch trying to get through Final Fantasy VII for the first time. So mm. Mm. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, Southbound. Hey, always a good show with the South guy in the house. Where can people follow you, bud? You can always get the Emerald King on the Twitter at <laughs> Southbound One Ten. Nice, nice. Uh, Centurion, hey, really good comments tonight, buddy. Where can people find you? Uh, everybody who cares to want to find me can find me on Xbox Live, YouTube, and Twitter at Centurion1307. I also do this fun and entertaining show with you guys every Sunday night, along with Saltiest Gaming on Thursday nights and the Shop Podcast on Saturday nights. Indeed, indeed. Both uh, very fun shows. Uh, Jeremy, uh, very educational uh, this evening. Where can people uh, follow you at? Follow me on Xbox Live, Downer J. On Twitter, Lone Master Who 7 And that's it. All right, fantastic. And, uh, you know, Tim, I hope you're not uh, still choking on some water over there. Uh, <laughs> where can people find you? Yeah. You can find me at xCloud Tim Dog <laughs> on Twitter. The diamond, the, the diamond key to my Twitter. The diamond in the rough. Emerald, my emerald key. Like South says. <laughs> if I'm the king, Tim is the emperor. Ooh. Ooh, damn. Some Skinamax tonight. I was going to say, did Tim go all Barry White on us? He sure did. He got all sassy. Uh, Megatron's not here. Yeah. I, got, I got no work tomorrow, and I'm uh, happy as hell. Tim, let's play some games. Let's play some World War Z. World War Z. Yeah, we got to get World some of that going on. Yeah, let's go. 
All right. And guys, I'm Invader. You guys can find me at Invader underscore 1986 on Twitter and my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming. Guys, fantastic show, chat. Thanks for uh, coming out. And we will see you next Sunday. Invader. Shut up. No. Gooses. Peace. Peace. Good job.